if you're like me, you've dreamt of becoming an accomplished musician and the satisfaction it can bring you. But there's hidden traps in the path to creating a musician's dream sound placed by ill-informed tutors and some online and real-world educators. We are forced to answer hard questions like how to grow as amateur musicians using time learning our craft intelligently or how to achieve pristine musical sound quality without sacrificing wasted dollars. Finally, those questions and more can be answered after 20 years of research, trial and error. Follow this podcast while I expose missing pieces of the musical puzzle to take you from hours of musical frustration to feeling the excitement of musical excellence. You can join the journey on musicsecretsexposed.com I'm your host Sylvia and you're listening to the Music Secrets Exposed podcast. Hey, hope you're doing good. As I record this podcast, it is April of 21, a beautiful spring day here in Ireland once again. In the last number of episodes, I've been looking at different styles of world music, of different unique instruments that musicians can encounter along their journey and maybe include as a little side project while focusing on their main instrument. Today, I just want to change tact a little bit due to a personal circumstance, which really has got me thinking about why music is so important. We all know that COVID has created this upside down world, I suppose you could call it. But I have to say on a personal level that music keeps me ticking along during those tough days. As part of my studies during my early years of tutoring, I did a little bit of social science studies which gave me an understanding of the impact that society has on everybody's lives and how that the arts reflect society and society reflects on the arts, sort of a symbiotic relationship. When we look back to the early years of the 20th century and we look back at the period of World War II, the years following that, there was the Great Depression in America. People had very little. They had to work hard for little money. And music was an outlet for them to express their culture, their identity, to re, you know relieve that stress and hardship which they experienced after the pain of World War II. And this happened in many countries across the globe. What was very clear back in the 50s through the 60s was there was a very clear national identity, a clear culture, very prominent in each country that anybody had the pleasure of visiting. I'll talk about my own country here in Ireland, for example. The music, traditional music of Irish culture, kept and held communities together during long winter evenings. It shortened those dreary nights under candlelight before electricity came. When electricity came, It extended the evenings, but still music and dance was a very strong part of rural Irish society. In public houses, music would have been played. At the weekends, people would have got up and danced. And of course, when the American visitor came, for example, visiting their homeland, after having emigrated for maybe a couple of generations ago, they enjoyed that reconnection to what they would have viewed a very important aspect of their identity. It got me to thinking over the last 24 to 48 hours about the the importance of identity and what that means and why national 
identity is very important. Why folk music, why traditional music and all its variances across the globe is so important. Through all eras of society, music has been the easily, possibly the most easily accessed form of art across society as a whole. In the upper echelons of society, classical music took prominence in Europe, but with the lower middle classes into the working classes, traditional music is what held them together during times of hardship. Looking back into some videos there yesterday evening of what was happening in my home country here in the 80s and early 90s before the world of technology embarked change. People still were holding on to this idea of dance and music as a form of expression. People put a lot of effort in having regular events during the winter period and then in the summer period holding weekend events in public places in communities across the country, dancing beside wide rivers in the sunshine, children laughing, adults stepping across a wooden floor laid on a gravel path, people sitting down talking, having cups of tea, discussing the latest events in the community. It was a time of relaxation, de-stressing, connection, where divisions fell while people engaged with each other in a very fun and relaxed way. I do think very strongly that technology and this idea of globalism has impacted national cultures right across the globe in different forms, whether it be through revolutions or war, the impact hugely of technology, it has really affected how this form of expression has been limited. Pop music has come in and taken most people's interest. The competitions that one sees in television has very often taken precedence over that side of our identity. So when you look at it as part of our identity, well, then what happens if that identity is not being exercised or expressed? I can say that mental health issues take shape. A weakened health system in many cases happen. People are isolated and increasingly more isolated because they have no outlet for expression. I think as musicians, it is an important responsibility of ours to include some of that national folk music from, ever, from wherever we come from. I come from Ireland, for example. You, whatever country you come from as the listener, whether you're from America or Brazil or Cuba or Mexico or wherever, it doesn't matter. Folk music, traditional music, is that connection back to our ancestors, back to the roots of who we are as individuals living in our own individual countries with that huge ancestral heritage. I just want you to really think about this idea. It's really, really important that we as musicians have a responsibility to keep this alive. Because if we leave our national cultures die, where is our identity going to be maintained? 
globalism is like a hum it's like everything's the same it's like a monoculture in the world of farming you might see modern farmers digging up a, a beautiful field of grasses and setting a monoculture crop it's actually really boring and bad for the natural environment around it well it's the same thing with us as people we are becoming homogenized meaning that we all are the same we all sound the same we all do the same i work with people from all over the globe and the similarities are incredible now simply because technology has come into all our lives and caused us to think in a particular way to express ourselves with a particular kind of language to play music in a small number of styles whether it be pop music or other styles just really think about what I'm saying before I finish this episode I want to play this piece of music it comes from a competition in 2015 and the Shandrum Cayley Band won a competition. Um, I'll link it over in my blog there at blog.musicsecretsexposed.com. You'll have the opportunity to see the joy, the excitement of all age groups listening to their cultural music, the pride in the music, the happiness, the joy. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I don't want us to lose as musicians. So take a listen to this piece of music. Now you'll hear a lot of uh, clapping and noise in the background that's just people enjoying the music and joining in and the Kaylee band are laughing with each other and it's just a great exciting moment for that Kaylee band there's a number of instruments in the band such as fiddles accordion snare drum keyboard and a dancer joins in midway enjoy it and I'll talk to you tomorrow Thank <laughs> you.